Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Vomit Podcast. We are back with episode two, as always, for all the Vomit Podcast. I'm your host, Mac Taylor, and with me today again are the Cunninghams, Amber and Joe. We were supposed to record this on Amber's birthday, but my internet was an asshole, so we're recording it today. Uh, but I'm not wearing my AMC uniform this time, so that, that's better. It's more aesthetically pleasing. Right. it. Uh, so we had uh, NXT TakeOver in your house. Last weekend, we were actually, I was actually in their house watching uh, TakeOver. It was a really solid pay-per-view minus one match. I think one match really was more of an NXT week product with the Zia Lee and uh, Mercedes. Mercedes Martinez. It is, it's not that it was a bad match. It was just that it felt like something that should have been on the TV program and not necessarily on the pay-per-view card. Right. Uh, but both are good performers. The storyline is, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Zaylee, But like I said, it just felt like something that was ripped right out of the NXT program and just shoved on the pay-per-view for time purposes. Just, I don't know, what do, what do you guys think about it? I mean, they could have found something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't really know what they're trying to do with like the whole storyline with Mercedes. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, she fought Raquel a couple weeks ago. For the NXT Women's title. I heard and, she could get a main roster bump up. She might, because she was uh, she was a part of Retribution yeah. when they I, first showed Well, up. I know that she was up to be uh, Eva Marie's bodyguard instead of Piper Niven. Oh. But, and I, I honestly think that would have worked better yep. than Piper Niven, but yep. they went with, with, with her instead. So, I know she could stay in NXT now that that position is no longer available but right. i know she was in the talk for it huh. or maybe eva is going to be paired with different people so. that would be hilarious but i we'll, we'll talk about that i hate eva marie but i actually like what they're doing with this gimmick so uh but then the rest of the takeover card was really good we had the winner take all match between msk and bronson reed and legato del fantasma that match was fucking awesome like what a way oh, of course play. of course uh and so bronson good. destroyed escobar in that fucking barricade like dude he put him straight through that thing man it was awesome i'm sure amber wasn't too happy about it because she loves escobar (laughs) well i mean uh, but all six of these guys are just fantastic performers like oh dude that it was a non-stop match man from from bell to bell dude it was just fucking get it and they all fucking i was surprised they opened with it but at the same time it was a great way to start the show like it it makes sense to have that high energy kind of thing there to start off and now it looks like that you know we got some you know new challengers coming for msk that's gonna be they're gonna have to take it to a new level if they want to be a new challenger yeah yeah we'll get to that one yeah we'll get to that but uh it's gonna be a tough one um so then also we had the ladder match for the million dollar championship that saw LA Knight beating Cameron Grimes, which I thought was a great booking decision uh, to get, you know, Cameron Grimes is going to be that we want to see him win, but we, we got to have all the obstacles in place to right. really cement that win to make it mean something. And it also makes the million dollar title mean something that LA Knight has it and Cameron Grimes is going to chase it. Cause if Cameron Grimes just got it, then it's like, well, who's next for it? You know what I'm saying? Right. That was a good match, too, though, man. I mean, yeah, you can't L- ever go wrong with a ladder match. L.A. Knight was, like, trying not to bump hard. Like, yeah. There was a couple times you could see he was, like, pulling in a little bit. And I'm like, look, man, like, if you're going to be in a ladder match, you got to be ready to do some ladder match bumps. Yep. 
you know, if, if you want to be in the spotlight, you're going to have to fucking land on a ladder a couple of times. So, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan of that, especially since Grimes fucking obliterated himself there in, in, in the finishing spot of that. Yep, he sure did, man. Uh, he was the one <laughs> that went through the damn ladder. I was like, oh, well. Some of it. But, you know, again, we have more on that later, too, when we talk about NXT. So, I mean, it's, you know, perfect setup. Yeah. Yeah. Although the painted gold ladder was a bit tacky, but the rest of it was fine. It was cool. It was a cool match, dude. I, I enjoyed that one. Then we had uh, Ember versus Raquel Gonzalez for the women's title. Great match. I love Ember Moon. She's one of my favorite performers. Uh, she fucking killed it. And, and, and I love Raquel as champ. I think she's a good fit. Uh, obviously, I'm such a big Ember Moon fan that I wanted her to win, but right. I understand what they're doing with Raquel. I completely understand what they're doing, so... Yeah, they got to have a new dominant woman in the women's mm-hmm. division because, you know, Rhea's gone. Yeah, and I, I think – and they also have this thing with Kai. We we, 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 all, we all talked Sunday. Like, they're going to split at some point, and there's yeah. going to be a feud. So, right now – and I think it might have something to do because they get a shot at the way soon. I think this may be where the friction builds. Could be. Because uh, I don't think they're going to win the tag titles back. No, I don't think so either. Uh, but yes, great match. Both women, fantastic performers. And great Shotzi stuff. came back. And Shotzi came back. Good that to was see her fun. back. Um, what was the fourth match? I'm like trying. I'm trying to remember what the hell. Uh, because then obviously we had our five way. Right. I think match. like I think the fourth match was Zaya versus Mercedes. Ah, yeah. I think that's what it was. And then we had our main event, which saw Karrion Cross. First Peter Dune, first Johnny Gargano, first Adam Cole, first Kyle O'Reilly. This match was pretty goddamn awesome, dude. It was it was the best match on the on the card. Mostly when Cross was somewhere else, and the four guys just got to wrestle. Yep. Yeah. Like the the combination moves were just just amazing. Uh, and but every time Karrion popped up, you're like, and now the match is gonna slow down, and he's gonna yep. throw everybody around the ring. Yeah, because that's that's all he did, dude. The the other four guys in that match were the ones that showcased that whole match. Mm-hmm. Karrion was just coming in and picking up the scraps. MVP goes to Gargano though. He had some fucking brilliant spots. He did, dude. He really. <laughs> I mean, everybody killed it, but like I don't know, Gargano had just a little. He's Johnny Takeover. He, yeah. he does what he does. Yeah. Definitely stole the show. Yeah. Him and I think him and Cole fucking yeah. just well that, that Panama Sunrise is just Dude. a beautiful move. <laughs> it really is. It's hard to take that away from him. Yeah. I mean Amber picked him to win, even though she hates him. Yep. That says something. He was he was gonna be the lost. only one that had a shot, man. I thought you know? Peter Dune had a shot. I did. He came close a couple times. The fuck, I mean, they all did, really. Yeah. It, it was a great match again, and every time Karrion Cross was gone, it was a perfect scenario. <laughs> it's so, so dumb. Man. Uh, but that was Takeover. It was a it was a solid show. Takeovers usually are. It's you're hard yeah. pressed yeah. to find a bad Takeover event. Exactly. Again, it's an XT. Easier to find a bad WWE pay per view. <laughs> it's actually hmm. supremely easy. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. But yeah, Takeover is great. <laughs> so then we got our our week in WWE, which. Uh, the past couple of Raws haven't been pure dog shit, but they've been pretty shit still. Yeah. Like, they got a little better. 
than the past but again a little bit we have to give a little credit just a little yeah uh so we started out and we've drug on this fucking nikki cross charlotte Rhea thing i don't know why nikki is the tool that they have to use to tell the story when the story's already presented itself yeah but nevertheless she did get a roll-up victory on charlotte because Rhea got in the way i gave this match one star just because stop making nikki cross look so incredibly weak like she's 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 a wrestler she's she's good she's just small yeah so yeah, that's got potential for sure. Uh, and then we had Jeff Hardy versus John Morrison, and they only gave him like nine minutes. I'm like, these two are like future Hall of Famer material. And you're giving nine minutes? Yeah, that's a short match, dude. That's a really short match. Yeah, I, I, as I wrote in my notes, I'm like disrespectful to these two. <laughs> and yeah. and they they got their spots in as much as they could, you know, but. In six minutes, you, you can't have more than a two-star match in six minutes. You just can't. No. There's not enough that happens no. to make it, you know. And, and then Cedric Alexander came out right. and was like, I want another match. And Jeff Hardy's like, oh, I'll put my career on the line. I'm like, yeah, wait, what? Like, excuse me? What? Yeah. I'm sorry. If Jeff puts his career on the line, that's a pay-per-view match, Vince. That is not yeah, a three-minute match on Raw. No. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Jeff got, you know, Morrison came up to him and sprayed him in the face with that drip stick, the drip stick. And it's like, oh, well, you know, there goes that. Yeah. Let's take our future Hall of Famers and make them look like carnies. Character personality right now with the drip drip shit. I find it humorous. I do. It is, but it's 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 weird. It is weird. I get it. He's giant drip drip. But (laughs) I, I, they, they could, they could do something. But like, I, it's just frustrating because we've seen the great matches Jeff can have. We've seen the great matches John Morrison. In fact, we've seen the great matches they can have with each other when they were feuding for the Intercontinental Championship all those years ago. Yeah. These guys can perform. Let them fucking perform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Cedric, too. Yep. Yeah. You have three incredible athletes that you're going to give. In grand total, 11 minutes of screen time? Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Jeff deserves better than that. But they'll give Bobby Lashley all the time with this. They give the whole train more time than these guys. The <laughs> yeah. whole train. Now we're, yeah. now we're really calling them the This train. is like a, it's a reoccurring <laughs> It's official. Pattern, it's official. Now they are the whole train. Yeah. It's a reoccurring <laughs> pattern because we it's the same shit we talked about last week, too. So then we got the debut, kind of, of Eva Marie. It's really the debut oh. of Piper Niven. Piper Niven. And they used Naomi, which didn't, I didn't like that. Like, oh, that Naomi's awesome. so much better than this. Yep. Uh, but I did give it two stars because I like the gimmick of Eva Marie making someone else wrestle for her and then taking credit for the win. Although right. I hate. I think she was going to wrestle when she walked out like that. Yeah. You did I, not. No. But I hate I, I hate Eva Marie and it has nothing to do with wrestling. She's a shitty wrestler, but yeah, she's she, not. Very she was good. on Celebrity Big Brother Two. Oh, and she went against my boy Tom Green, and I've hated her ever since. Tom Green. <laughs> she went yes. against Tom Green, the Tom Green. Tom Tom Green and his alliance partner Kato Kalin from the OJ trial. She tried to go against them, and oh. I have never forgiven her since. But also, <laughs> she's a shitty wrestler. Yeah, she's not good, dude. That's why she got let go in the first place. Why she does have a great back? physique. Yeah. But, yeah, she looks good. But apparently nobody taught her how to wrestle ever. Yeah. So, 
And, so in, you bring- and in a world when you fire Ruby Riot and you <laughs> rehire Eva Marie, this yeah. feels like we're going back to the Divas era. And I don't want that at all. Yeah, no, no. Not when you got girls like from NXT that can really be on fire. You yeah. have a lot of them. Some on Raw and some on SmackDown, but they don't showcase them enough. Like, no. They just want them to walk around like Eva Marie. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. It's so stupid. annoying. Not only do you ruin my wrestling, but you ruin my reality TV. And that, <laughs> that's, that's a no go for me. You should uh, catch her on old uh, reruns of Total Divas. I have watched her on. I watched it when it came out, and I hated her then too. <laughs> her fake dancing to get with Fandango. Oh. She's like, I can dance. I know how to dance, and she did not know how. Yeah, so. she she's great at getting herself opportunities. She's just real, really shit performer. Yeah. So you know, good on her for being able to sell herself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we got Riddle talking to Jeff about mm-hmm. being a good tag partner. I loved this. But I love everything Riddle does. Yeah. Um, then we had New Day versus RK Bro. Like RK Bro is a first time actually being branded as RK Bro, like on the screen. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Love both teams too. Yeah. Uh, and they did a good job because they made the New Day actually look like solid tag veterans. Like Kofi and Xavier kept just getting one over on RK Bro because they've been teaming for years. Exactly. And and even though they didn't get the win in the end, they looked solid. And that's yep. good. That's how you book your tag division. It yep. only took you like three years to figure that out. <laughs> but uh, RK Bro gets the victory, and we still and there's still that tension of Orton not quite acknowledging. Because uh, that's the thing about Orton. You never know if he's going to RKO you or just walk to the back. Like, he great character work. What do you think? Yeah. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a decent match. Uh, you know, I thought Woods was gonna steal one because he fucking rolled up. I can't mm-hmm. remember if it was Orton or Riddle. I think it was Riddle. It was Riddle. But that schoolboy. I was like, oh, and like he had it in high too, dude. I was like, that's it. New Day's got this, but he kicked out of it. And then, uh, um, you know, Kofi got worked over for a while. Woods finally got the tag and then he did that little roll thing into the RKO. I was that like, was oh, a beautiful it. combination. Oh yeah, it was it looked it looked it was done really well. Really well. Yeah, I really good match though. It was really I liked good match. It. I gave that three stars. Yeah. I'll go with that. Uh then we had a WrestleMania rematch, although they didn't advertise it like that. God damn it, WWE. It's right there. It's in your fucking lap. Yeah. Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Yep. Uh good match these two can't have a bad match like no the match itself was fine but it's just like oscar needs to do something else yep you know get out get out of the rhea ripley picture it's only yep. affecting you negatively yep she had her title run you know she had it for a long time exactly uh but and ripley wins clean here there's no yep. shenanigans till after the match yep whereas nikki cross there was shenanigans Oscar just gets put down easy here, and it's like, all right, now it's clear. Like, let's just, let's end this shit and move on. Like, yep. If if next week on Raw after Hell in a Cell, if we still have to deal with this fucking <laughs> shit, I'm gonna be so mad. Like, you have yeah. other women in your division. You have Naomi, but you're just bitching out to Piper Niven. Like, come yeah. on now. Yeah. No offense to Piper Niven, but she's no, Naomi. She's talented. Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews about her. I've seen her wrestle, and I think she has potential. But yeah, she does. Like, I don't know. She's sloppy. I don't think she's sloppy. But unfortunately, oh, yeah, sloppy. she's just gonna get overshadowed by Eva Marie somehow. 
So yeah, yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen. Because yeah. once, not once they be don't need Piper Niven to get Eva Marie in anymore, she's done. Yeah. Although I, oh, th- this is going to piss you off though. Uh, I heard that they're changing her name from Piper Niven to Dewdrop. 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 Yep. What? Yep. Why? That's a great question. What in the fuck? Who came up with that fucking stupid ass name? I don't know. Probably Bruce Pritchard. Oh my god, dude. Dewdrop. She doesn't look like a dewdrop. Dewdrop. That's probably why she was wearing blue. (sighs) Gotta sell sell the water. Yeah, I know, but they're like, hey, make sure you wear your blue ring gear. So you can do this old gimmick thing. When I when I first saw her, you know who immediately popped in my head? Who? Fucking blue meanie, dude. <laughs> now I can't no, unsee that. No, no. I'm just, I'm, uh, I don't know. Don't look at all. So then we, we still got MVP trying to recruit Kofi. And I actually, now, if they do break the new day up, which I hope they don't, mm-hmm. but I think Woods will turn before Kofi because yep. MVP's tried to turn Kofi. Kofi's not gonna. No. But, but a heel Xavier Woods. That, could that works. That works. Could and good. it could give Xavier that singles push he needs. Yep. And, and if they do that, that's fine. But I just love the new day so much. It's kind of hard for me to see a world where they don't exist. Right. Well, they kind of don't. It's only portions. <laughs> Shut up, Amber. We're clinging to it. Hey oh, and Biggie are not <laughs> New Day. Well, well, Biggie's still in the New Day. He just yeah. he's just, just like when Kofi had the Kofi Mania thing. They're still part of the team. They're just doing their own thing. Yep. But if Xavier turns, then they're no longer a team. No, they won't be. They won't be. Uh, then we got Lashley and his hoe train. I wrote that down. <laughs> Lashley and the hoes. And just another promo where Drew's just like, you know, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to prove just how got this tough great I am. strategy. I'm so Scottish. <laughs> I, I love Drew to death. It's just like we get the same thing every, every Raw. It's like seven segments for Lashley and Drew. And it, Drew's yep. been in the main title picture for over a year. Yeah, it's time. It's time to move on. It, it's gonna happen after tonight, dude. Because he's not. He's not gonna beat Lashley. Uh, then we he's got Alexa. Another shot. Right. That's true. That's the stipulation. But while uh, Lashley is champion. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Which he probably won't be for very long. After yeah. this, if what happens tonight happens the way I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I think I know what they're talking about. You have to do your Vince accent. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I'm waiting for yes. it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we had Alexa versus Nia, and we just got a bunch of nonsense mm-hmm. with yep. this. Um, it could have been so good. And it's also, is Reginald like a possessed puppet now? Yeah, I don't know. They both uh, did that, that, was, that was stupid. head thing. And yeah. Reginald um, was like, oh, sorry, I, I was in the I, I was watching a, I believe it was an elimination chamber with Alexa in it back when she just wrestled. And I'm like, man, she's just so good. Like, I she understand is. that they, they they paired her with The Fiend, but that's gone now. So can we just, like, let her wrestle again? Yeah. Well, this this is the first match that she's actually yes, wrestled. In a long time. A long time. She yeah. didn't wrestle Randy Orton. She dropped shit on him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then straddled him, and his wife was upset. Yes. Well, you know. I mean, all that match did was fuel Twitter. Yeah. 
Uh, I gave it two stars, though, just because I was happy to see Alexa. That is literally the only reason. It should have just got one star. Speaking yeah. of one-star matches, Elias and Jackson Riker had a bullshit yeah, again, match here again. We go. Uh, that ended Elias in another countout. He's scared. He's scared of Riker, dude, because he knows Riker would whoop his ass. So are we just going to get like a no DQ match at some point or it might be tonight falls count anywhere. Just slap it on the pre-show. Yeah. It, it could happen tonight. Or maybe this was his final match on raw. And he's going to both of them are going to get out. Oh, shit. We have Rick Boogs now. We don't need the musical accompaniment. Elias. Right. But I mean, you know, or they could team up when they have the draft. Get on the same show. They could put Elias and because oh, Rick Boogs. Boogs really no, change. do not taint Rick Boogs with Elias. Okay, he's a beautiful unicorn man that, that needs to be solo or just playing Shinsuke's entrance theme, even when they're not together anymore. Right. Uh. So yeah, one star bullshit finish. Then we yeah. got. It was McIntyre versus Styles, but it turned into McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus Styles, yeah. Lashley, and Omos. Uh, but when McIntyre and Styles were squaring off, man, that was just a fun match. Like those yeah. two, I mean, that that could be a pay-per-view main event match at any given time. Like those yeah. styles is one of the best professional, purely professional wrestlers that's come out of like the last decade. Yep. As far as this his ability in the ring, the guy nails it. But yeah. When we brought in the Viking Raiders and Omos and Lashley, I was like, oh, here we go. Omos is going to be throwing it. Like, Omos bitched out the Viking Raiders. And I'm like, that's the whole point of yeah. Viking Raiders going against them is because, like, Ivar, I'm, okay, the way Ivar took that bump, you could tell he just flipped it. Like, yeah, you're not going to shove that big of a man that far, like, without him consenting to it, okay? If right. Ivar wanted to, like, you ain't knocking his ass down. Yeah. I, I was so pissed. I was like, oh, you only brought the Viking Raiders in just to bitch them out for their title yeah. shot. Like, God damn it. Yep. Yeah. They're like, Omos is such a fucking gargantuan. I'm like, he, he looks like he's about to fall down. And then he's, he looks like a half chopped tree 90% of the time. <laughs> oh my God. He, he looks like he'll fall. I'm like, he, he, the man can't even fucking stand up. Why is he in the wrestling ring? Right. He's not, he's not one of those guys. He, he kind of reminds me of like Giant Gonzalez. You know, or kind of the gray collie. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, he's a big man, but he only like chops, throws, yep. throws. But, yeah, Doesn't get on the top rope, Omos. Times. He does I, this a lot. I yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't know what to do with himself. No, he's just he's just a big guy that you know will will draw people to like his. You know, what do you do when size. you have a big man? Yeah, get he a just, bigger man. <laughs> get a bigger man. <laughs> No one's bigger than Omos. So strong. So strong. <laughs> Fucking Vince. Fucking hate it. And like, yeah. there was a point where like they were waiting for Lashley to change into his ring gear. Yeah. To go to the match. Yeah, because you know he's got to <laughs> wear. It was a three on two match. For yeah. For I was like, a minute. what the fuck are you doing, Raw? Be prepared. You knew Lashley was going to be in this match. Why wasn't he just wearing his wrestling shit out there? They forgot to tell him. <laughs> they forgot like, to tell him. He's like, oh, yeah, just give me a couple minutes. Like, I go to the back. And, uh, Let me just strip off my vest and my shirt, and I'll be good to go. That was so stupid. I was like, why are we do- Why are we watching this right now? <sighs> Dumb. Uh, so then we're going to go, whenever I get my notes together here, to a better show, NXT. Yay. Where we had the 
the rehiring and arrival of Samoa Joe. Yes. Uh, the, the crowd went fucking bananas too, shit. Yeah. for this. Uh, they were into it because yeah. Cross comes out, tries to intimidate Regal, but you're not going to intimidate Samoa Joe. Fuck no, dude. And he he's going to join as, you know, he can't compete, but he can lay hands if you lay hands on him, as Adam Cole found out later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this was great. It was great to see Joe back. And in NXT, yeah. they're going to use him well. And I think we, we have set up how the strap's going to come off Cross. Because eventually, Cross is going to cause enough commotion, I think, to where it's going to be Joe versus Cross. And yep. that's title. Yep. And I, Joe's going to whoop his ass. Yes. Or as the crowd said, Joe's going to kill him. Yeah. I he love will. that chant. Yes. I have to ask a question, though. Okay. Carrying Cross was basically not a heel with the crowd. People would cheer him and sing along, right? Not anymore. It like they were work. Yeah, they were working extra hard to make him hate it. With yeah. William Regal. Yeah. Well, I think after Both TakeOver, times. he was pretty goddamn hated for every yeah, time a good wrestling match was like starting. He fucked it up. Yeah. At least for me, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I know they wanted to take him to the main roster. Yep. And, you know, I'm, they're, pro- they're probably going to fuck it up. So go ahead. Strap, yeah. Put the rocket on his back. Have it explode in his fucking face. Just yep. get him off NXT. Yeah. And let the wrestlers wrestle. Yep. So whatever it takes. If Joe's got to fucking punch him in the larynx. I don't care. Just get him off my screen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like, I'd hate him as much if he was on Raw or SmackDown. I just don't like him taking away from everybody on NXT because he doesn't. Well, yeah, because they put a rocket to him and he bypassed mm-hmm. every step and just went straight to the, you know, beating. Well, first it was beating Keith Lee, who had all that momentum and then beating. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Keith Lee who? Exactly. Because Great American Bash in a couple weeks that they set up for here. And that's where Keith Lee beat Adam Cole for the title. And yeah. now, who's Keith Lee? We don't even know anymore. That's so sad. Yep. It is very sad because he is so talented. Yeah, that's and, and that's the main reason why I don't like Cross is because he just, you know, he came in. It's not really his fault. And, you know, two, three I mean, weeks later. Cross is probably a solid dude. But, God damn it, when you, when this happens, and this is when Sheamus first came in, he got the Rockets trapped to him. I hated him then. When Drew first came in, he had the rocket strapped. I hated him then. When you get to bypass all the steps all these other guys had to crawl through, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> because you didn't earn it. Right, exactly. And so, it actually makes – it takes away from you as a performer. When you say Drew McIntyre, though, he was in there when he was younger, though. Are you talking about that time? Because he didn't really get pushed. He was going to. Okay. Like, remember when he first came in in 2009 – and Vince is like, you're the chosen one. This man's going to be WWE champion, which he was right. But yeah. <laughs> it would take a long time. But Very the long true is that blew up in his face. He ended up in 3MB with Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal, got his ass beat to everybody. I forgot all about that. Leaves the company, gets jacked, goes yeah. to TNA, becomes a monster, fights Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley there, comes to WWE, then gets his redemption story. Then people want to see him win because he's went through the hoops. Yeah. Same thing with Triple H. He had the rock when he was Hunter Hearst Helms. They had the rocket strapped to his back. Then the whole curtain call thing happened. Then Warrior whooped his ass. Yep. Then he went to the bottom of the card. And then, then he became the game, the King of Kings and all that. You have to have that natural come up. Yep. Uh, when you just go straight to the main event, people hate you. Yeah. He did but, have And you also fuck the, the company's daughter, too. That also helps. 
that Triple H is one of the smartest businessmen I've ever met. Okay. That is a solid job security. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it didn't hurt. She's Stephanie and she's, you know, decent looking. It's yeah. not like you had to really work for it. Yeah. But true. But like, even if she was like the ugliest person in the world, I still wouldn't say anything about it because, you know, he's doing what he's got to do to keep his job. Yep. You're a hobbit. <laughs> I'm a businessman, Amber. I do what I got to do. All right. Businessman. I will sell out so fast. At AMC. <laughs> Climbing the ladder, you just wait. <laughs> I don't care whose daughter it is. Oh my god, <laughs> hide your daughter! I'm getting him that shirt. <laughs> uh, so then we got Brazongo versus Imperium. Yep, uh, Brazongo actually got the win here, surprised yeah. the hell out of me, but then Imperium just beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, uh, which is fine. I'm I love him, I love both teams, but I really love Imperium, I think they're a great heel team. So they, yes. they, they, they need the momentum. They do. Uh, not, not really much to say about that match, though. It just kind of happened. Yeah, wasn't anything super exciting. But it was, you know, it was an entertaining match to watch. Yeah. Then we had uh, Cruiserweight title, Kushida versus uh, All Heart. He really sold that one over. Trey yes. Baxter. Trey Baxter. Which included, I mean, he's fresh out of the training camps. Like, this yeah. kid's new. Yeah. And he, solid performance. I think yeah, he looked a bright good, future. man. Yeah, he looked good. He's if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's got. Yeah, there were a couple points in the match where you could tell he was trying to figure out like where to take it. Like he he doesn't have that that experience that just you naturally know where to go. But he was working with Kushida, which is a great person to work with. Right. Um. But yeah, just on a on a talent level, this kid's got it. It's just it's gonna take that getting those those matches in, get those reps in. Yeah. I think he's he'd be a future champion. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's he looks he's really like good. A Leon Ross. I think he, there's even more potential yeah. than Leon, yeah. honestly. Uh, but the, he's just so young. And it's, it's, like, it's like Dominic Mysterio. It's like you just got to find yourself. But this guy has his character down. Right. He just needs a little more just experience. Yep. And so, he's going to get it. And he's, he's of course, he's going to get, get plenty of TV time. And he needs to stay away from the main roster and stay in NXT. Yeah. Uh, because as soon as he bumps up, Vince is going to slap him down, give him the old ricochet treatment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but yeah, three-star match, uh, and Kushida just looked solid. O'Reilly comes out at the end. Yeah. It's up O'Reilly versus Kushida. I was – this is going to be a fantastic match. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Really surprised me, too, that O'Reilly – because I, I forgot. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess he is in the cruiserweight. Uh, yeah, I mean, he technically would fit in that category. But it's not going to be for the title. I thought, I thought it was supposed to be for the title next week. I don't think it is. I think it's just a regular fucking non-title one-on-one well, match. Definitely for the title match. Yeah. Uh, and then LA Knight came on our screens to get the title from Ted DiBiase and then talk about his action figures and how yep. much he loved him. And then he childhood hero whooped his ass. Fucking destroyed DiBiase. I love that though. <laughs> because then Grimes comes out and we've set up, you know, the, the next stage in the feud. Good, good booking. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Ted, though, man. Like, I honestly did not see that coming. Like, I kind of no, I didn't think the man could take a bump anymore. Yeah, I thought Knight was going to do something, but I didn't think it was going to be as straight much. up like assault. Yeah, like he fucking. I was like, holy shit, dude, you're a dickhead. <laughs> but that's like L.A. Knight. Just he he exudes dick charisma. Like he, he does, just hate man. Him. Yeah, and 
this is perfect to put Grimes over because when Grimes finally does get the million dollar title off LA Knight, it's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. People are going to lose. Crowd's going to love it. So to the moon. That's where we're going. We're going to the moon, dude. Grimes is getting there. He's fucking getting there. Well, I'm not not trying either. He does it right. Then we got uh, Gargano coming up to talk about just how excited he is Steph Samoa Joe there. And I loved this segment. Yeah. And for some reason, Austin Theory was dressed as Diesel. Yeah. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> uh, but it was just so funny. It was. I, Gargano, that's the thing about Gargano. He can do this like funny slapstick stuff, but the second he enters a ring, He's... it's on. Yes. Uh, and very few people can balance that like that. Yeah. He's like the best one that does it, man. Like Gargano, just all around. Yeah, they are so ass. lucky that they have Gargano. If they yeah. ever lost Gargano to another company, NXT would very much take a hit. Huge, huge hit, dude. Especially since Adam Cole, we we it, it could be in the air, you know. Yeah. So if if they lose Cole, that's also going to be a big one. Cole's yep. Going to be the new AEW Women's Champion. <laughs> Baker He's going to pin Britt. Yeah. <laughs> Take her title. He wants and he gets her with the Panama Sunrise. <laughs> Adam Cole is your new AEW Women's Champion. The tiniest belt. For the tiniest man. <laughs> oh my God. Is that going to be his gimmick? The tiniest man, Adam Cole? I don't, but see, like, that's he's the thing, not, dude. The he's, not, he's, he's not, not small. That small. Right. He's really not. I don't but like. If you, if you ask Vince, he's like, oh, yeah, his shoulders probably need a little work. But, uh,. <laughs> He doesn't have the definition. No, that like that's the thing. Like he's really not that small of a guy, but you he's know, the size got... of a guy who can do incredible ring work. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like Adam Cole could have a five star match with the dead person. He really could. Uh, just, that's what he does. Then we did so. get, in, in my opinion, the match of the night, which was Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. This match was awesome yes it was particularly because i we have not seen casey catanzaro and caden carter for a while since dust the dusty cup yeah and they are just so goddamn talented they are dude they really are they make a great tag team um you know as small as casey is she's amazing dude she's mm-hmm. she's a fucking badass dude american she's ninja so warrior mm-hmm. yeah yep she's no really joke. good man and caden uh even if if they get to a point where they split her and Casey both up, could have great singles careers. Absolutely. But the thing is like, they, they put their styles together. Cause, uh, Caden Carter just kicks the fuck out of people. Like yes. those kicks are vicious. Yes. And she puts her offense with Kat and Zaro's just crazy aerial, aerial and it just works. Like there was one yeah. point like where she holds them for, uh, Carter holds the neck breaker and then Kat and Zaro did the four fifty, and what that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there was a point where I thought they were going to beat Gonzalez and Kai. They almost uh, had it, dude. So great match. I gave it four stars. And it's not yeah. often we get a four-star match on uh, WWE television. Yeah, it was a really good match. Tell me the last four-star match you saw on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> all, all I can't even go back that far, dude. <laughs> Attitude era. Attitude <laughs> era. <laughs> probably, you're probably not wrong. Yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, great fucking match. I was just the whole t- the whole way through, and and Gonzalez bumped around. That's why I like her too. She's not afraid to make someone else look good too. No, she's not. Uh, 
And, and the only thing that got messed up that old match was the sidewalk slam because Gonzalez couldn't turn Carter around fast enough. Like she kind of got stuck on her side. Yeah. So she, did, she just kind of fell. Yeah. Uh, but that happens sometimes when you just, it, it's a timing thing, you know? Yeah. And then Zoe Stark saved Io Shirai from the way. Yeah. So the yeah. way's got this thing with Gonzalez and Kai, but they, and they also had this thing with Dexter Loomis going on. And they also had this thing with Io and now Zoe Stark. They get a lot of fucking shit on the plate and we don't know what's really coming next. Right. I like it's, that though. It, it's an interesting thing, but I'm just like, wow, they, the way they're really getting booked to the, they dude, are. they're going to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. They really fucking are. Uh, but they are, all four of them are just incredibly talented though. Cause he, even Austin theory is dumb as they, the character they give him. Like the guy can wrestle too in the ring. Like, he's yeah, a great man. he's good. Uh, then we got, the main event, the tornado tag between the grizzled young vets and toothless Timmy and Tommaso Champa. What a hard hitting match this one was. I knew it was going to be, man. GYV. Both these teams are brutal. Yes, yes. Uh, man, like there were there were just some spots. Well, anytime you step in the ring with Champa and Thatcher, like you be prepared. You you could lose many teeth. Yes, if you're not careful. They're just so. They're just. They're one of the most like intense tag teams and and all of wrestling right now yeah look gimmick wrestling yes. style these are scary men like champa is <laughs> champa's one of the scariest people i've ever fuck. seen in my life dude he really is <laughs> he's jack he's short but he's you know he just he has that fucking me and dj power. were talking about that he's the definition of shredded the dude is he, fucking dude, just, he really is it, it's incredible really yeah uh, and, he, and he just he just looks insane. Like, you look at him, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't want to step in the ring with this guy. No. <laughs> then you watch but, him wrestle, and then, yeah, I really don't want to step in the ring with this guy. That's that's the thing with Champa, though, man. Like, he's always had that intensity. And that's why I Even love, back like, in Ring of Honor. Yeah. That's why, like, his promos and shit are so good. Like, when him and Thatcher first started feuding, mm-hmm. that whole chair spot, dude, where he fucking just brought it down to the ring, <laughs> just sitting there. And then just stood up and flung that. I was and that's like, all he has to do. Holy fuck, dude. It's so good. Or when he was feuding with Adam Cole. And he talked yep. about, you know, you took Goldie from me. Yeah. And he spray painted the X on the table and put Cole through it. Like, that's yeah. that's the – he's got such a great character. Yeah, if, I love Tampa, dude. I, if, if to make last, the five-way match perfect, if you take out Cross and you just put in Champa, that match could have been, like, 11 billion stars. Yes. <laughs> it's it's it the greatest been. match in wrestling history at that point. Uh, Man. That would have been bad as fuck. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like that they put him and Thatcher together uh, yeah. because they, they Thatcher adds. He's also a super intimidating, hard hitting dude. Yeah. Uh, but the vet, the vets are no joke. They're not. Uh, but I love how, like, the vets tried to cut a promo and champ. But that's like, no, no, we're nope. fighting. This is the match. Yeah. yeah. Gibson's Gibson's good on the mic, dude. Mm hmm. But yeah, there was just so many hard-hitting spots. Like where uh, my favorite is when Thatcher and Champa took turns hitting the ropes and hitting yes. the corners for like it was like two minutes of just cuts, dude. I, that shit's so funny, man. I love it. Oh, it was so good. But uh, you know, the vets got some hits in on particularly uh, Thatcher. Yeah, they kicked him in the mouth so dude. many times. Yeah. Uh, Champa got put through the top of the table like that little uh, wood piece. Yeah. 
uh, because the t- there was a table spot later. But what is with the tables not breaking lately? Because I don't know, dude. You know that shit's not got to feel good. No, because when a table it. breaks, it gives and you have a little bit of leeway. But it, when it doesn't, you just hit the fucking table and it you know, all the wind's knocked out of you. Yeah. He did that like Seamus type. Yep. Yep. I think it says before they would have them stand up to do the move and it would just collapse before they even got to the Yeah, move. They so they yeah. made it a little, they tried to reinforce it. Now it's a little, it's a little too strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah the the tables that. are like Brock Lesnar's booking. You just can't win. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he did that air raid crash to Gibson on the table. It didn't break. And then, and know, then I love was... how he's staring down the other guy in the ring and then, Thatcher just right behind him, and you're right just like, behind oh, him, here we go. Yeah, it was a then, cool finish to the match, too, man. Yeah, double the double submission. submission was awesome. Yeah. Just a very solid, and again, uh, MSK, be very careful, because you're yeah. about to go through the fight of your career. They are. This is going to be the biggest fight of their career. And I, I think there's going to be a stipulation involved. There's going to be some sort of, like, extreme variable to this match, I think. Yeah, there might be. Could be a tables match. Yeah. Just don't go through the announce table because it won't break. Yeah. Ethan in the background. Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we went to SmackDown where they pushed the Ray Roman match to SmackDown for ratings. Yeah, for ratings. And they didn't even get them. Good job, WWE. Yeah, good job. Uh, yeah. And this pissed off Peacock. Because there's a big Hell in a Cell match that got taken off the, the card for, for the thing they're trying to promote. Because they don't get SmackDown right away on Peacock. They get the pay-per-views. When you right. take one of your big matches off a of pay-per-view, it's hard for Peacock to sell that pay-per-view. Yes. And also, USA got mad because Raw gets nothing and SmackDown's getting all the good booking and all the ratings. Right. So, and that's Fox, their competitor. So yes. WWE, in trying to keep up with AEW, fucked over on t- two different other avenues yeah so nobody won here no no it's it's dumb dude i don't like what are they gonna do for to replace that match for tonight it's dominic in uh in roman Roman. but it's not hell in a cell still it's it's because they did make uh bailey and bianca that is hell in a cell that got changed because originally that wasn't but i'm glad that that uh, Belair and Bailey get to do that though because they'll probably have a really good match. And actually, we'll talk about it in a second. But the but the Roman Ray match wasn't bad. No, no, it was decent. Ray got in some really good, good spots. Good I, spots. I was impressed. I thought spots. Roman was just going to toss him around the whole time. So I, yeah. I was. But wait, we'll talk about that. But we did get Biggie and KO versus Apollo and Aziz, which just uh, so many big guy spots this week. This is pure WWE booking. Yeah. Where. Aziz in a stupid fucking general uniform just <laughs> threw some guys around and shoved, he fingered people's throats. That's all he yeah. did. Yep. Nothing, nothing impressive at all. I did give it two and a half stars only for when Apollo was in the ring with Big E or KO. That was the only time yeah. the match was good. Yeah. Best thing about Apollo Crews, fantastic wrestler. Yep. Great heel character. Yep. Just uh, don't like the Aziz thing only because of what Vince said about Strowman. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Omos, Aziz, we hate you. Omos is not Braun Strowman. No, neither uh, is Aziz. Neither is Aziz. Aziz at least has, he can wrestle. He does other stuff. I'll give him that. Uh, and they do set up Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Sami Zayn with the interference. And uh, okay, Ke- Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are never going to have a bad match against each other. So. Hell no, dude. 
No. I mean, they've been wrestling each other for almost 20 years. Yep. So they know each other. It's going to be fun tonight with that. I'm not yeah. mad for that reason. No, it's going to be good. Then we got the battle for the crown. Shinsuke <laughs> Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. And we got Rick Boogs. <laughs> oh, man. I love Rick Boogs. I do. Yeah. I, it's it, He has made this whole entire feud for me. I miss the boobs talk. We're just getting to it. We just started it, so you're, you're right on time. Uh, and again, Nakamura and Corbin, they have they, they every time it's the same match, except it instead of the roll-up finish, Shinsuke hit the Kinshasa. Hit the, hit the Kinshasa. So I was like, yep. okay, what a way to end it. We got the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> and poor Corbin was crying. <laughs> Yeah, although I hear there is going to be another King of the Ring soon. Yeah, I, I've heard they're talking. But it's going to be on back. Raw. Huh? Because they think Raw needs more gimmick shows to try to up their ratings. <laughs> they they're also going to try to do they, – they're going to they, need a lot. They need a lot They could Raw definitely Raw. use some help for sure. <laughs> uh, and then Rollins and Cesaro got set up as well. So, uh, and again, those two are never going to have a bad match against each other. So, okay, nope. I'll take it, man. That's going to be a good one. Then we got the, the Hell in a Cell – and as we talked about, Mysterio got some good spots in here. Yeah. He, he was trying he was trying to, you know, deflect Roman's attack and just try to hit him with everything he could and try to finish this as fast as he possibly can because the longer yeah. it goes, the least likely of a chance he had. Yeah. It was a good storytelling. And I don't hate Roman Reigns. I just hate that Vince likes to shove Roman Reigns down my fucking throat. Yeah. Ever since he came in with S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. So, you know, and, and th- this character is the best character he's done. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they should have made him heal at the start. He's great yeah. working heel. Terrible working face, mostly because he can't cut promos. Right. Uh, unless it pertains to his family and tribal chiefdom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, solid match. And I don't know why they feel the need to do Dominic too in here because, you know, your SmackDown tag champ shouldn't be used as a tool for your universal title spot. Right. Other than the whole Usos thing, I understood why they did that. But now it's like, why are we still doing this? This seems a little unnecessary. Yeah, it is. WWE. That's true. Yeah. Uh, worldwide unnecessary entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was that was the week in WWE. Yeah. Uh, like I said, nothing spectacular. Mostly skippable. Yep. Again, NXT takes fucking supreme. You know. They then we head supreme. over to the other brand. All elite wrestling. AEW. They just fucking nail it. Yes. Uh, I did. I watched Dark and Elevation again. So there's some some brief notes on what happened there. Not as many as last time, actually. Because last time we had to actually talk about wrestlers because we never talked about them before. Now we can just go through that. Uh, All right. And Helico had a match with Mike Seidel, the the yoga brother of the Seidel brothers. That's like his whole huh. gimmick is that he's good at yoga. And he is good at yoga. He's very flexible. But yeah. uh, I don't know how you make a gimmick out of that. Like, he comes to the ring with the strap to his back. Stuff's weird. Strange. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Hardy is still uh, still supporting TH2. Yeah. Uh, so they could join the Hardy family office. Good. Matt's trying to get everybody he can. Uh, and and, and Elico actually got a win with the Navarro death roll and taps out the yoga master Mike Seidel. Wow. The lesser Seidel brother. Uh, the lesser. <laughs> he is the lesser Seidel. Matt Seidel is an incredible athlete. I, I, uh, and they gave Wardlow some momentum because he had that match against Hager. Hager. 
Uh, Dustin Rhodes and Lee Johnson got some momentum here. Sean Spears did. There's a lot of jobber matches. Uh, the wingmen, uh, they've been trying to recruit Orange Cassidy, which is like probably the least likely option they have. Right. They talked about what they did with J.D. Drake of taking this slobbering blue-collar man and making him a wingman, making him pretty. Yeah. It, it was kind of uncomfortable, but yeah. I do like the stable. I do. Uh, Private Party beat some jobbers. Nyla Rose beat some jobbers. Orange Cassidy came in, and usually he's so cool, comic collected in the ring, but this guy pissed Cassidy off pretty quickly. And so instead of doing his whole pockets thing, he just orange punched him in the mouth and finished us off. Wow. So, like, you could tell he lost wow. his cool for a second where he was like, okay, no, I'm going to punch in the mouth. I'm a guy here. Hell yeah, dude. I like pretty, that. <laughs> it's pretty good stuff because he went to put his hands in his pockets. The dude stomped his foot and it, and it made oh. him mad. Yeah. So, motherfucker, here you go, dude. Boom. <laughs> Uh, and then we got Julia like Hart, who was with the Varsity Blondes. This is one of her first actual like matches since she joined the Blondes uh, against Danny Jordan, who I think they need to use more because uh, her whole gimmick is she's a real mean girl, super mean. Uh, and Julia Hart, I didn't know she's nineteen. She's yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's very, very young. green, but like she's she's got potential, man. Like yeah, yeah. Because the thing about this match, there yeah. there was a couple of times where. Again, you could see tell she's looking around trying to figure out what the next spot is because it takes a while to get that natural uh, match flow just in your DNA. You need more reps and matches, right? Uh, but she she's she's I mean she's got the cheerleader background. She's very athletic. She's pretty good in the ring. Great cardio. Uh, and Danny Jordan was a good opponent because they're about the same height too, so there wasn't like a big uh, strength differential in it. Uh, right. and, and Julia Hart gets the win with a standing sliced bread. So, yeah, nice, good stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let me flip my page. Uh, Scorpio Sky had a match with Alex Reynolds, uh, but the whole time Paige is on commentary just talking about Darby because they had that two-on-one dynamite against Darby. So there's, right. there's a lot of talking about Sting and Darby, even though Alex Reynolds in the ring having a match. <laughs> poor, poor Alex Reynolds. Ugh. But he wrestles the most, really, of any of the Dark Order. But yeah. he also loses the most. If he does. He does lose a lot. Uh, and then we headed over to Dark, where uh, Danny Limelight and Ethan Page had a match. Really good match. Three and a half stars. But again, uh, Sky's on commentary this time, and they just oh. talked about Darby out. Yeah. So, but I also <laughs> like uh, Ethan Page's Ego's Edge, which is just the Razor's Edge. Yeah. Finish. I always love that move. It's just such a cool move. You just fucking toss someone across the ring on their shoulders. Yeah. Uh. Nyla beats another jobber because she's got the shot at Brit soon. So she's just getting all the momentum, which I totally yeah. understand having to do. Uh, but these poor jobbers, man, Nyla is a beast. So She is. She ain't somebody to fuck with, that's for sure. Uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson get a win. So Evil Uno gets a little bit of momentum back after his loss to Miro. Uh, and there was actually a fun point in the match where Uno just like tosses the guy's leg to Stu Grayson. He goes, here, hold this. And then he jumps uh. and it's a neck breaker. It was nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Silver was on commentary. Uh, talk about how cool Hangman was. Yeah. Because Taz was like, why are you hanging out with Adam Page? He's an asshole. And he's like, have you seen him? He looks so cool. Yeah. Hangman. It's Hangman. Also, cool, uh, Silver's shoulders almost healed. So he'll be back in action soon, which I'm, I'm ready for. He's one of my favorite Dark Order members. Yeah. I like him at 10. Yeah. 
10 is just a fucking wrestling machine that guy is is, dude yeah he's good uh let's see here wardlow got another win cesar benoni got a win kazarian got a win kylan king got a win uh sunny kiss confronted joey janela uh-oh who blamed the interviewer for his problems (laughs) in classic janela style yeah uh, then Chaos Project, Amber's favorite tag team. Yeah, Sir Pentico. Took on the Gun Club, Billy Gunn and Colton Gunn. Uh, love that Billy Gunn just gets to have fun with the sons. Getting yeah. over. Like, that's the yeah. whole reason he's doing this. And there's one point, Billy Gunn's just flirting with the ref. Like he, with Aubrey? Yeah, like she's trying to point him <laughs> in his corner, and he like takes her hand, tries to dance with her. She's like, uh-huh. get your corners, get your corners. He's having a good time with he it. He is, dude. man. He's like, having so much fun. He like he knows that he he's not going to be like a champion or anything. He's, he's just, only here to get his boys over. And yeah, they are they are really talented. They are. Uh, yeah. So yeah, good stuff they there. Good. Uh, and at one point, Luther's like doing his thing where he yells, and Billy Gunn's like, "What did he say?" And he turns to the ref. He's like, seriously, what did he say? I didn't hear him. <laughs> it's good stuff. But yeah. yeah, quick win for the gun club. Obviously, Sir Penico never really gets to win things. No. Sorry, Amber. <laughs> and then in our main event, we had Colt Cabana and Allen Five Angels against the Acclaimed. Uh, with the Acclaimed getting the win this time. Damn. Uh, you know, I, I really like Max Caster. I think this guy's got a big, bright future. He does. And Bowens is a good wrestler, but I don't think he's got the gimmick. If this team splits up, that's a death sentence for Anthony Bowens. Yeah, he'll just he'll just stay on fucking dark. In my personal opinion. Obviously, I, I never really get things right these days, but, you know. <laughs> then we have the last show to talk about before we get to the news, and that is AEW Dynamite, which was a very fun episode. Yeah, it was. Although, not a great open, because we had this cage fight, this MMA fight between Wardlow and Hager. I'm not an MMA guy. No. People are like, well, it's real fighting. I'm like, yeah, it's also usually really boring and either way too long or way too fast. Like, there's no yep. real satisfying thing for me in here. Right. Uh, it's just dudes hitting each other. And I, yeah. I, I, I just go to a bar and see a couple guys just scrap it up. Like, <laughs> yep. That's more entertaining. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, this this was drug out, but it was basically just an excuse. I mean, Hager did win. He did. But he also has actual MMA experience. Right. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't like they went by like MMA rules. Yeah. But, but it, it was odd tell. to see on AEW. Yeah. But it like you could tell that it wasn't just a straight up MMA fight because no. If I remember correctly, and I could be wrong because, you know, like, so we don't watch MMA or UFC or anything like that. Um, like, Wardlow was doing, like, power bombs and shit. And, yeah, th- this was a wrestler's MMA. Yeah, they had some oh. wrestling moves, you know, so it wasn't a straight-up MMA match. But it was it was a cool, different, you know, kind of Yeah, match that kind of stuff in MMA. I mean, you, you can do some slams of sorts. Yeah, but um, I don't think you could power bomb somebody. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe most people don't try. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, But it basically just, you know, was to get the inner circle and the pinnacle brawling. Like, that was the whole whole point of the match. Which, okay, fine. It it, it drives it forward. But I I understand why they advertised this match, though, because it does bring in ratings for people who may not exactly be wrestling fans, but are MMA fans. Yep, yeah. 
it was a, it was a good booking yep. um, idea. Uh, and then Team Taz is trying to figure out this Brian Cage situation. Yeah. Uh, and it's not it's not working out. But Powerhouse Hobbs is like, yeah, while you guys are out fighting, I got left in the ring. Taz is yeah. like, you're absolutely right. That should not have happened. Yeah. We're gonna fix it. Yeah. Like you're not gonna fix it. Cage is done. Cage is done. He's he's leaving Team Taz. He doesn't need them. He never really did to begin with. No. He can handle his own. You know, why why put him with people that but it, it was a way to kind of, of ingratiate him. <laughs> like we love you. Here's some protein mix. I get him. Yeah. He's a big uh, dude. He yeah. is a really big dude. He's don't, they don't call him the Swolverine for nothing. Oh, exactly. No. He's he's a massive fucking guy. He is massive. So then we got Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page versus Darby Allen. Darby knew he was gonna lose going into this, but this again. Darby is that 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 baby that Shawn Michaels type of baby face where it's like he's gonna probably get his ass beat, but he's a late game player and he's gonna yep. you know give everything he has in the match. Yep. Not gonna turn down fights. He's a scrapper. Nope. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, great match because you got Sky and Paige doing great heel work, constant tag outs, just working yeah. over Darby. But Darby does get over at one point. Yeah. Ends up hitting a coffin drop. I thought that was gonna be it. I did too, but man. Ego's edge. Darby does lose, but again, looks fantastic. Four star match. I gave this one. Yep. This is great storytelling. One. Yeah. And then we got Orange Cassidy versus Cesar Bononi. Uh, basically, wingmen versus best friends. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, and the wingmen are trying to like make Cassidy pretty, is the thing. But there's one point, like, <laughs> Benoni gets tossed out of the ring and they're like spritzing his hair and like trying to like wipe him off. I was dying laughing. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Cassidy had that self-tanner like on it smudged on Yeah. His yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, you know, Benoni is a really good wrestler. He was a house of fire to start out this match. Like, yeah. Uh, and they put the hunk jacket on Cassidy. Yeah, I mean he he stayed in it for a while. For a while. Than he was going and to. then he tosses it off, and the best friends toss him his sunglasses, and I'm just like, yeah, yes. this is awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah. And, then, and then huge orange punch to everyone. He hits everybody with it, hits JD Drake with it, then Benoni, boom, we're out of here. He didn't hit uh Peter Avalon, the dude with the porn stash. Didn't hit him. No. He didn't show he, his he face. He was smart. He was like, Well, maybe I shouldn't get in the ring. Yeah, yeah. That guy's on a roll. Cassidy's gonna knock me the fuck out. It was just a fun match. I gave it three and a half stars. You know? Yeah, it was good. If you're going to do goofy shit, go go to the max with it. Yeah, exactly. And they did. And they did. They did. Uh, then we got Omega calling Jungle Boy Jungle Jack. Yeah. Which made me laugh more than I thought it would. <laughs> uh, but Jungle Boy got a good hit on him. He when did. he reared back. Like, it smacked his jaw. Yeah. And this makes me think, could Jungle Boy, this sat, you know, a week, a week from yesterday, can he take the belt off Omega? Because he's we've got, got this huge build for it. He's got a good chance, dude. I hope so. And we all know who the number two contender is. That's Hangman. Hangman. So could we get Jungle Boy and Hangman? Oh, that would be, dude. That's gonna be, that's gonna be a five star match. I mean, if that happens. Even if it was Omega and Hangman, we've seen them tie yeah. up before. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're but both amazing. Anyway, Jungle Boy is getting so much momentum in his career yeah. just for being in this match. Yeah, it's a big match, dude. And I can't wait to see it. It's going to be yeah. a banger. It's going to be fucking good. 
it's going to be really good. Uh, and then Matt Hardy locks Christian in a cage. Yeah, that was Because he's Christian Cage. cage. <laughs> and then he's handing him a check. Yeah, she's basically trying to get him out of the company. But this is going to build to Christian versus Matt Hardy, which yeah. if you've seen any matches in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know this is an A+. Oh, yeah, dude. This is this has got nostalgia written all over it. Mm-hmm. This is good stuff. Although I'm excited I, I, I wish it. we had Jeff and Edge, because this could be even better. They're going to bring Lita in to be the special guest referee. <laughs> I mean, she's got to do. She's got to do to get a paycheck. Yeah. Oh, she's done with WWE, so she can go to AEW. Maybe she'll yeah. hit the moonsault better this time. No. Well, the last couple of times, she was a little short on it. Well, she's not young like she used to be. Right. Then we got Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson. Brock Anderson versus QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Uh, again, Brock. It's 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 like looking at the four horsemen again. Like this guy yes. is young Arn Anderson. He even has like the ring gear too. I'm like, yeah, oh, talk like, about his ring gear. Yeah, the, the the powdered blue trunks. Joey was like, I think they're a little too. His big trunks on him. looked a little big on him. Dude. Well, <laughs> Arn had a little more uh, width to him. They might be Arn's fucking trunks. That's creepy. I I mean, it very well could be. I hope he's wearing something underneath. Because I mean that's that's going to be his whole thing, you know. He's he's going to follow exactly in he's the he's the footsteps right from the man's ball sack. It's Brock <laughs> Anderson. Like I'm the, glad they're big. I don't want to see more of him. He's not the kind of guy you want to see more of. Well, I don't know. This may start a career for Brock Anderson. Yeah, like he's he's obviously just the retro wrestler Brock Anderson, man. Yeah, he's his whole style just screamed seventies wrestling. Yes, absolutely. That's what I was about to say. You know, like the 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 strong spots in the corner when he was just shoulder blocking the hell out of QT. Oh, dude, yeah. Like he, and this would be good. You know, not that not everybody has to be all all amazing in the ring. You can just have a solid. Just look look at FTR. They're old yep. school wrestlers. Yep. So, you know, there could be a future for Brock Anderson. He just needs to kind of be. figure out what his gimmick is besides being the sperm of Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good match. Uh, QT Marshall, I think really underrated in the wrestling community. Like, I've been watching this guy since Ring of Honor as well. And, like, he, he was one of those guys that deserved more, and Cody's given him more. And you, you see why he's so damn good. Yeah, but there was an amazing spot where uh, QT like whips Cody around, who just immediately gets him in the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, it was awesome. That was fucking uh, cool. Great spot there, but that yeah, was super fucking three and a half star match because we got good, solid, just classic wrestling, and with a little bit of mix of the new school. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match, man. Then we got Adam Page hyping up the Dark Order. Yes, where he's like. 10 he won in the main event uh this person uh you know john silver his shoulders healing he's like alex reynolds got a new jacket it's okay <laughs> and he's like it's okay yeah love he's the dark order. good spirits man dark order are so much fun they are and now that they got the hangman with them it, it's even better because I, yeah. I love hangman yeah i think everybody uh, does yeah, it's kind of hard not to because he's an incredible wrestler and he's just he's got that charisma. He's got that he does. main event charisma. And it's, it's yeah, that's a rare find. Yeah. Uh, then we got Julia Hart versus Penelope Ford. I had forgotten about Penelope Ford. For yeah, a while. she hasn't been on there in a while. 
Uh, so when she showed, I'm like, oh yeah, because when they were showing the promotionals, they just showed the pictures for Julia Hart and Penelope Ford, and I was like, who is that other person? Yeah. I was like, oh, Penelope Ford with the whole get yeah, the Miro and Kip. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, match. I gave it two and a half stars. Again, Julia Hart's just very young. She needs it the little, you know, she, and she's getting the experience now. Yeah. You know, another couple years, I think she'd be she'll be given solid performances. She will. She will for sure. Uh, and the blondes tussle with Miro at the end. Yeah. Uh, interesting setup. I don't know what we're going for here. Uh, I think it's going to be Miro and Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, on next Saturday for the TNT title. Mm. Yeah, they showed the graphic for that. Yeah. So good. That's uh, for. I must have missed that. Yeah, but that, that's a good, good little thing for Brian Pillman Jr. there. Yeah, he's not going to win. No, no, of course not. Miro's just, dude, I don't know. It's going like, to take someone with a hell of momentum to take out Miro because he's undefeated. Braun Strowman. It could be. <laughs> you may be the best man, but I'm the big man. Yeah, I'm the big man. I'm the monster man. Monster man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all out could happen. Dude, yeah, it could. Although there's someone that we hope going to be at all out, Mr. Tommy End. Mr. Tommy End. Yeah. At, at I mean, all out. Still working on getting him yeah, they're still trying to get him. From what I've heard, though, he's saying no. Good. Keep fucking saying I mean, no. And and he's had nothing but good things to say about his WWE run. But I think he's like, yes, it was a great opportunity. I've benefited from it greatly. I had a good time. But he talks about it like it's in the past. Yep. It's time it for, for a new uh, horizon for this guy. And yep. I, I think he knows that we all are begging for it to happen. Yeah. If, if he's an AW – Forget Cameron Grimes, uh, Tommy ends to the fucking moon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guy, guy's incredible. Then we yep. got our, our main event for Dynamite. Yes, before we get to the news, we got Pentagon, Eddie Kingston, and Kazarian taking on Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers. What a solid lineup, guys. Oh, it was a great match, dude. I gave great it four and a half match. stars. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very good match. Uh, and Kingston carried the load for, for he the did. face team. He like wrestled him, a lot. Man. He's he, he's an old school kind of wrestler, but yep. he's he's got that 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 good style to him. Like he can, he can yep. carry a match. If you need someone just to get in there and lock it up till the big spot comes, that's Eddie Kingston. Yep, he will do it. Uh, Kaz was a house of fire in this yes. match too. Which yes. you know now that he's gone singles, he needs that that extra yep. a little bit of momentum. So I understand why he was here. But Pentagon did the high spots. Pentagon was doing the the crazy wrestling stuff that we all know him for. Yep. Uh, like there's one point where he like goes up over the ropes and then pulls him into a backstabber, and you're like, oh yeah. shit! All right, all right. Yeah, I hit good. that on uh, um, Anderson. And then Nick shows up with the spray bottle, <sighs> and Anderson hits the super cutter for the win. Yep. Uh, heels get the win, which they need. Uh, yeah. Good solid match, though. Great time. Good way to close out a dynamite. Uh, yep. This, I mean, this beats any main event WWE's had in a long time. Absolutely. Then we got some news. Uh, at SmackDown this week, Becky Lynch backstage. Yep. So, you know, we're not far removed, although I think she's going to go on Raw because there's a title on Raw she never lost, and there's a young up-and-coming champion that needs to have a match with Becky Lynch. She's already faced Charlotte Flair. She's right. already she's already faced Asuka. It's time for Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. That's a it's match I want to see. It's going to happen. It's because going to even happen. if Rhea were to lose it to Becky, that's still an outcome I like. 
because Becky Lynch is my favorite of the four horsewomen. Yep. Um, Also, someone potentially returning in August. Joe, you'll like this information. The Fiend slated for early August. Yep. So before SummerSlam, and then they 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 have a storyline in mind. They know what they're doing. It's not just he's slated for it. So let's hope it's something good. With Bray, you have to ask that question. Yeah. But at least there's something happening. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Did you hear who else was supposed to be returning to shows? Go ahead. I might have it on my notes. Yes, Edge is supposed to be SummerSlam. Yeah. Edge is SummerSlam. Because John Cena is supposed to return heel. So heel and John cool. Cena and face Edge. That I that could be a reversal of the 2007 feud. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm cool with it. As long as Edge wins. <laughs> um, and did you hear about the person that broke uh, into the Thunderdome and stole that shit? No. Someone broke into the Thunderdome, stole a bunch of stuff, including Seamus's Celtic cross necklace. You know, that really oh. big fucking necklace he has. It's expensive. Wow. Was stolen from the Thunderdome locker room. Uh, and he's offered uh, reward, a reward to get it back. That includes uh, a bunch of front row seat shows. Damn. Because that, I mean, that's he's had that for a long time. That's a very important item. Then. Let's go on a hunt, dude. We'll I think someone also fucker. stole the 24-7 title. <laughs> which is kind of ironic was it our truth <laughs> if, if this is a work, somebody else have that if this is a fucking work that our truth is stolen oh uh, i i'd die but no it was all over twitter the shit this seems pretty serious because the wow. there was a, there was a link to the the florida police department as well so damn that's crazy i didn't hear about that feel bad for Seamus on that yeah that sucks also is AEW making a new title they showed a super super close-up of a potential new title there that it's speculated we're gonna have a trios title so you know we're gonna have a lot more six-man tags that'll be cool trios title i thought they were supposed to announce that on AEW dynamite and they didn't still haven't heard anything about it but although i think your first trios champions is gonna be death triangle yeah yes dude i fucking like that I mean, that makes the most sense. It does. Or it could be best friends. Could be best those, friends. It's, it's, it's going to be between those two. Could right be here. Jurassic Express. Yeah, fuck. Marco and... They yeah. have a lot of good trios. Jungle Boy's busy right now. Yeah. Well, if Jungle Boy loses the world title, we know where it's going. If he wins the world title, we know where it's not going. Yep. Also, Sonya Deville returning soon. That's what yeah, I heard. Yeah, I yep. Uh, and apparently, this is news I'm not super fond of. Vince loves re- the Reginald character and wants to do more with it. Why do you love this character? Yeah, he's he's a he, tiny man that just flips around the ring when he wrestles women. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. That's so funny. That's get in the ring with Alexa Bliss, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I read that. I don't know. I don't know what Vince doesn't really make a lot of sense. He's going senile. John Senile. John Senile. Oh, no. <laughs> da, 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 da. You got dad jokes, right? It's Father's right. Day, bro. It's Father's Day. <laughs> and what a way to celebrate Father's Day. The Hell in a Cell tonight. Yep. Um, cool, man. And the card still isn't fucking official, so we don't even know. It's, it's not going to be until the first bell rings. Who knows who's going to wrestle tonight? <sighs> it's like, I just, like FCW. I 
how do you how do you plan a, a pay-per-view but not have one the whole fucking card finished but two it you know the whole script or whatever could be done but we all know vince is notorious for oh well i don't like that rip it up and then we'll just throw uh let's see who's who's still on the roster uh titus o'neill oh no i fired them (laughs) wait wait he's still here i can't keep up they're just i don't know dude put jackson Riker and elias out there again yeah and then in a count out that's what the fans love yeah bullshit finishes all around yep it's i don't know i'm the oprah winfrey of bullshit finishes (laughs) you get a bullshit finish you get a bullshit finish you get a bullshit finish yeah you know, Vince, dude. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, but I did listen to the Mark Henry interview with Renee um, about why he went to AEW. Because there was speculation, but we didn't really know for sure. And it, it kind of seemed really random when he showed up on AEW. Yeah. But what he had said is uh, for the past, you know, 12 years, he's been a part of, uh, like, talent scouting and a bunch of stuff. But he wasn't getting paid for it. He was just doing it. And he asked Vince, like, hey, look, look, I. I, I need more money essentially. Right. And I want to do more work. I don't just want to be like a legend deal or whatever that a lot of people use. I want to, you know, since I do talent scouting, just pay me for talent scouting. And like, be, I want to be on the writing staff. Like I want to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And Vince is like, well, it's a lot going on right now, Mark. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> and he's like, well, okay. Um, you know, can I, is there anyone else I can talk to? Maybe you know, that we can figure something out and nothing ever really came of it. So he, he told Vince, like, look, my, my contract's coming up. You know, I've been WWE loyal for, you know, 25 years. Yeah. But if another deal comes along, I will take it. And yep. said, I, Vince even said, I understand if you do that. That's totally fine. Because, because it's not really Vince's fault that there's not a big thing available, especially right now when they're doing all these job cuts and stuff. There's probably not a whole lot open. Right. But, but I understand Henry wants to get paid for his work. That makes total yeah. sense. Like, if you're doing all this extra stuff, you want to get paid for it. So, apparently, Henry is also friends with Tony Khan because they love football and wrestling. So, that's yep. what they talk about. Yeah. Um, so, he called up Tony Khan and said, hey, I want to do – talent scouting i want to do community work with you know jacksonville i want to do uh writing and everything else and i want to help train new wrestlers and con said of course dude come on over we'll find a spot yeah. for him yeah we'll, see, we'll, and we'll that, pay him that's the whole thing with vince dude it's like he has plenty of people that have been loyal as fuck to his company big show was one exactly and then you know you take Mark Henry's, you know, what he's doing, doing talent scouts and, and, and all this, and Vince doesn't want to fucking pay him. Dude, the dude's been in your company for fucking 25 years, man. Hasn't gone anywhere. And it's been very important to the company. Yes. yes. Not only on, you know, in wrestling, but, you know, behind the scenes, I actually found out Mark Henry is the one who got Daniel Bryant to WWE. Really? Yeah, because Damn. he saw him wrestle in Canada. And said, like, this guy's amazing. Like, we need to sign him. And on his own time, reached out to Daniel Bryan online. Uh, or over the phone back then. Because <laughs> he was talking to him about it. He's like, oh, by the way, this is Mark Henry. And he's like, what, Mark Henry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, sent everything to Vince. And it was funny because they asked 
how big is he? Because they, they, you know, Daniel Bryan's not a big guy. And right. Mark Henry lied and he said, yeah, he's about 6'1, 200 pounds. Because he's like, he's a, he goes, if they see this guy, size won't matter. But if I tell them there's his size now, they're going to they're gonna just ax him. And when he showed up to his tryout, we all know what happened. So Mark Henry did that work to get Daniel Bryan in. Mark Henry got Braun Strowman. Wow. Because Braun Strowman was a power lifter. Like that was what he was doing for his profession. Obviously, Mark Henry also a, a lifter. Right. Goes to those kind of competitions. Saw Braun and he's like, dude, you need to go to wrestling. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't have any interest in wrestling. I just want to lift. And he's like, dude, the most you're going to make lifting is like 100,000 a year. He's like, you need to go to wrestling. And a couple years later, Braun called up Mark Henry, said, hey, is there any way you can get me into wrestling? Look what fucking happened. Yeah. Didn't get paid for any of that. Those are two huge stars that he got to WWE. On his own time and dollar. Wow. And, and he also got Rich Swan over. He got Apollo Cruz. Like Mark Henry's signing the talent. Yeah. When you have talents, Cowts who aren't signing these guys. Yeah. It's, so, it doesn't make any sense, dude. Tony Khan, that was a no brainer. Like, yes, Mark Henry, you can come and like any, like these young wrestlers that get to spend time with Mark Henry and the big show and Chris Jericho, like they have oh, dude, so it's, much it's, talent. Like, these are perfect guys to be training guys. So yeah, exactly. AEW it's, has the upper be, hand. It's going to be vital for their fucking wrestling careers because you've got three fucking vets that know everything. Mm-hmm. And Mark Henry's a great talent scout, apparently, and he's doing yeah. all his community work now. And so it makes total sense why Mark Henry went to AEW now that that's all on the table. I didn't know he signed Daniel Bryan. That was probably one of the biggest signs that WWE's had in, in, in years. Yep. Now he's not there anymore. Now he's in New Japan. Yep. But but Henry did that work. That's crazy. So Daniel Bryan would have never been in WWE had not been for Mark Henry on his own time doing this. Yep. And Vince Vince should take all that shit into fucking accountability, man. But he just he doesn't. He wants to do what the fuck he wants to do. And well, yeah. I, I think Henry's going to get reunited with Strowman soon in AEW. Yeah, that's good. So. Very well could happen. But yeah, it's this it's. AW, they're winning just because they're not saying no. Right. Like they they're just what's if it's good for business, they're gonna do it. Yep. And WWE, they they don't have a lack of talent. They have uh, so much talent, but they're they're not pushing the right guys at the right time. No. And even the guys that they do stuff with, like Sheamus, they're not giving them the program they need. No. Like we have too much screen time for guys like Lashley and McIntyre and uh in roman and roman and uh you know we need to give it to other people so we yeah. can get them over and like make a quality show because yeah wwe is not winning this war with aw they're not well people think that aw is playing like the game of monopoly wrong where they're going around the board and they're buying everything and they're going to run out of money but i think they're doing pretty well they're well one tony khan is not going to run out of money no that dude's but loaded compete with vince yeah, but also they're buying the strategically well placed. So they're not just picking up everyone because there's there's people they haven't picked up that went to TNA or went to you know Ring of Honor and all sorts of right. other stuff. But they make deals with those other companies so they can still get that talent without yeah. ever right. actually they're paying. Doing... I think they're being smart. That's yeah. how I play Monopoly. They're yeah, playing the long deal. game. Like they're they're building a reputation. Exactly. As quality wrestling. 
and they're, and, and, they're, and they're willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that their wrestling program is the superior product. And that's going to win in the future. Yeah. Because doing, I mean, doing the cross brand shit, dude, like cross companies, like it just makes fucking sense. Dude. Everybody wins. Yeah. It's, it's when it comes down to it, it's, it's all wrestling. That's it. And Who that's gives what a it should be. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a huge thing for WWE if Vince could get off of his fucking high horse. Well, most of their money comes from not wrestling. Yeah. No, they've offered that they want to work with other people, but nobody wants to work with them. Because everybody sees what what Vince does. They're too controlled. Yeah, the only way WWE is going to be part of this deal is if Vince McMahon leaves the company. That's the only way. Yeah. That they're that that, but that's also probably the only way WWE can keep up because yeah. yes, they have the money and the fan, you know, loyalty for now, but with each passing year, it's gonna get worse and worse it and is. worse. It is because it already has. AEW's been around for two years. Two years. And look at how far they've come in those two years. Yeah. And look how many people have stopped watching WWE or particularly Monday Night Raw in general. That's their flagship show. That's their fucking show. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, well, I just want, I don't, I'll just watch SmackDown because Raw's kind of bullshit. Yeah. It's like, and you, you let it get there. And then you want to say that, oh, it doesn't matter. The fans are just too picky. No, we're actually very lenient because I still watch your shitty program because as a, (laughs) as a child, you gave me good quality entertainment and I can't let that go. Right. So fuck you for not doing such easy work. Yeah. I could bring, you know, Christopher, who is eight years old, and he could book a better show than the people you have on staff. Yeah. You know, a monkey could just throw darts at a board and probably make a better raw than what you're doing. Yeah. So, no, instead of blaming the fans, you need it's to not the fans inside fault. your fucking self and figure out why your business is failing. Yeah. Because AEW knows what the fuck they're doing. And, like, I get it, man. Everybody that gets released – or gets fired from WWE can't go to AEW. You know, there are other there are there, but there's so many now because of this open deal, there's so many avenues. There is back where there only used to be WWE where getting yeah. released was a death sentence. Yes. You can go to to, to you know AEW's great, but uh impact is doing very well. Uh NWA rose from the fucking ashes and they're doing well. Yeah, uh, you have Ring of Honor, you have New Japan. Like yep. There are so many different avenues to go to. And this is the best time to not only be a wrestling fan, but to be a professional wrestler yeah. because you have all these options to make money and be successful. And you don't have to go to the WWE. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and this should have just been a wake up call to WWE because that's the thing. You don't have to do much work. No. Nope. You know, you have the talent, you have storylines that start to make sense. And then you purposely just fuck them up. Yeah, and that, and I, th- I think that's got a lot to do with it too, man. Is because WWE has been that brand for so many years. You know, WCW failed, ECW yeah. went under, mm-hmm. and it was all because TNA WWE, went under once. Yeah, twice, they, actually. they they all it all revolves around fucking WWE, man. They just had all that success, but now and even when AEW first came about, we waited for that shoe to drop. We did. It never fucking dropped because right. they handled themselves very well. Yes. Uh, and the, and even Tony Khan, the the financer, cares about professional wrestling. That was the WCW. The people running it didn't care about wrestling. They were just trying to compete with the WWE. It was about competition. Yep. yep. This is not about half the time. The AEW doesn't care about competing. 
They just want to make good wrestling. Yep. And that's what they're doing. Yes. And it's not that hard. No, it's really not. WWE's going to be in trouble, man. Yeah. They really are. As wrestling fans, we just want to see a good match and a good storyline. That's it. We're not looking to see, like, next-level futuristic crazy shit. I mean, AEW gives it to us. But, you know, our expectations, especially with WWE, man, my expectations shouldn't be as low as they are. Right. <laughs> like, sometimes if I just get a match that looks like a wrestling match, I'm like, wow, that, that's different. That was great. <laughs> yeah. See, that, like, we talked like about. Like Rick Boogs. I shouldn't love Rick Boogs so much, but that's one of the only things I have to hold on to is a man on a guitar screaming. Yeah. And like we we talked about, you know, Bray a little bit ago about how he's they're slating him for a return. Yeah. Normally, I would be freaking the fuck out, dude, because you know everybody knows I fucking love Bray. But but they I'm, always fuck him up. They fuck him up, dude, and I'm I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of fucking seeing it. A, a fucking newborn child could have told you that Bray was going to win that match. Could have yeah. looked at the stats and told you it was going to. And and Randy Orton won, and then went on to do this other shit he could have done without winning. He didn't yeah. need that win. Bray nope. needed that win. Yes. And Bray still could have left for a while. Yep. If he wanted to after winning that match. So when Randy won that match, it was like, this is a prime example of not good booking. Right. Because you Bray's... built the storyline around Bray winning. Yeah. And then at the last second, you're like, well, actually, we're just going to have Randy Orton win. Yeah. In six minutes. Yeah. Six minutes. Due to an Alexa Bliss interference that was never fucking explained never so it was like in the end what happened yeah. nothing it's a bag of nonsense yep it looks cool i mean it was a cool visual but there's more story structure in blues clues than there is in wrestling and that doesn't make any fucking sense uh no you're right man. it's true it is it at is. the end of a blues clues episode i'm like well you know it was kind of dumb but it made sense but then at the end of raw i'm like what are we doing what's happening i don't understand who yeah. is that why why are we calling her dewdrop now it's you know it's all fucking stupid <laughs> yep it's stupid dude but like i said they keep up their dumb shit they're gonna keep losing people like they already have and I'm telling you, within the next five the only years, thing that they book correctly the is NXT. NXT is the only thing that is yes. a quality product every time. That's one yep. of the only reasons I hold on to WWE. I mean, there's a few. There, you know, there's Jeff Hardy, there's the New Day, there's RK Bro, there's the Fiend. But you know, there was Alistair at a time. Yep. Uh, Big E, I love him. But you know, they're as each of those things go away, like. I, I, like i might i might just start watching just nxt you know That's, if it if it continues down and I'll, I'll pick up tna and fucking nwa yeah that's uh, how we've kind of been we're kind of just like oh it's, it's monday night the only raw reason monday i watched night. raw this week because we were talking about it on this podcast that's the only thing that got me through raw <laughs> yeah yeah same with smackdown as well dude it's just like i'd rather watch smackdown i would rather watch smackdown yeah. because there's there's a few things i like on that yeah. Coming back Sunday night heat, I'd rather watch that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, hell, I'd rather watch the 1950s wrestler workout things that they always <laughs> put on fucking syndication. I'd rather watch a dude just do a bunch of bench presses than watch fucking Raw again to yeah. see the same thing happen. Yeah, it's so sad because they have so many good. They do. They do. They have. They have, and they don't use half of them. No. 
And then that, that's another thing they do that's dumb is they don't utilize the talent that they have. The only thing that could potentially help is that draft if they did it right. Yeah, so the draft is slated for early September, I believe. I thought it was August. They pushed it. They pushed it. Yeah, they pushed it to September. Like everything. Which kind of sucks because it could have made SummerSlam, you know, a little more interesting. Well, I mean, it, it's going to come on the tail end of SummerSlam. So SummerSlam is going to be like – and SummerSlam is the first fan show back for them. Right. And like, you know, like so we're, they, they we're, we are to, now officially, you know, everyone's there all the time now. Right. They need to make this a big fucking deal. Which they, they – you know, they're trying to have – that's why they're trying to have like Lesnar and Cena and Edge because they think – I mean, Lesnar does draw fans of some sort. To, to an extent. Yeah. Not diehard wrestling fans. It's more so just, you know, the jockey guys. Like, Whoa, you're so huge. It's so suplex city. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, the, the people I hate. Uh, yeah. But yeah. they're a fan base. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're putting a lot in SummerSlam. But if they put all their eggs in the SummerSlam basket and it doesn't succeed. It's, they're fucked. That's not looking so good. So, no. you know. But, again, they're WWE. It's going to take them a long time to truly fail because they have so much money. Yeah. Like it's gonna, I mean, and then they've been hemorrhaging money for the past few years, yeah. But it's it, because it's so much money, it's yeah. gonna take a while. It will, but it's, it's I'm telling you, man, at least like, five more years, yeah, until yeah. they have to really start thinking about shit, yeah. But AEW's fucking gonna be wouldn't that be crazy if AEW bought out WWE? I well, because there's been all this talk about McMahon potentially selling, which is selling why he's it. doing all these budget cuts because they've cut a lot of like executives and things, things you don't normally just cut, right? And what a fucking full circle it'd be, you know, WWE bought WCW. What if AEW yeah. purchased WWE? Like, what, like, like as a wrestling fan, like someone who you know was alive in the Attitude Era and everything else, like just to. To see that happen, to see a day where WWE wouldn't maybe exist anymore, hmm. that's Talk weird. That. It is weird. It is fucking weird. But it's even crazy to have the conversation because even just a couple of years ago, if you just said WWE could potentially not exist, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like the yeah. only thing. Yeah. I still don't think it would happen. I think WWE will be around. No, I, I think they'll be around for a while, but it's just they need to start managing things better. At the end of the day, it's a business, but business is not good right now. No, it's not. I think eventually they'll they'll get it figured out, but they're always going to have AEW fucking biting at their heels, man. Because they, they, they're not slipping. Away. AEW is just doing – they're getting better, and each pay-per-view seems to be better than the last. Yeah. Guys are putting on – and girls are putting on incredible matches. Yep. Uh, and and because the, they have the EVPs that they do, and everyone just cares about quality wrestling product. And, you know, no one's trying to make movie deals. And most of their merchandise that they sell is for charity. Yeah. AEW does. Yep. So, really, they're just going off of their ticket sales. They're, they're, they're a wrestling company. They're yep. not, you know, a multimedia franchise. Right. And because WWE is, that's why we're seeing as much failure as we've seen in the past couple of years. Cause it, it, when you, when you have your hands in like 17 pots, it's hard to keep track of everything. Some things are going to boil over. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just like an overcooked. <laughs> what happened? Overcooked my game on Nintendo switch. Uh, he is terrible. Yeah. He just said, just like an overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's gonna put an end to our uh, our discussion of the week's events, and that was more just of a discussion of maybe this t- podcast should be why WWE could potentially fail in the future. Yeah, uh, 
but yeah, next week we're going to go over, we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell next week. We're going to talk about the week in wrestling. Uh, we're going to talk about if Jungle Boy, well, actually, we'll do a podcast Saturday morning. So we won't know the Jungle Boy result yet, but we'll definitely be talking about the anticipation of said Dynamite because that's going to be probably one of the that's biggest good. title matches in a long time. Like, yeah. Everyone's been talking about this match. Yeah. It's going to be a good one, man. I'm looking forward to it. So until next time, Russell. Oh, what, what? Yes, what? Sorry, did you get to watch the China documentary? On I Vice? did not. So good. You have to watch it. I will, I will add that to the I list. I make you hate Triple H a little bit, which is bad. China had an interesting career, though, of, from wrestler to porn star. It was so good. They covered everything. Which is good, though. She deserves her credit for, like, she was a big part of the wrestling. Yes. uh, Did you know she was an English teacher in Japan? Interesting. Yes, she was. She did. Ah, I wish I could have met her. She seemed like such an interesting person. Yeah. She was. Yeah. It's just, it's such a good watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. I haven't watched a lot of those Vice documentaries, but I've heard they are always really good. Well, this one's different. It covers her actual, um documentary she did before she uh the year before she died it covered 365 days and it had her producers on it and everything and mm-hmm. it just covered everything it was it was really interesting i think the last wrestling dead. documentary i saw was yoko zunas really which was pretty good on did you guys ever check that out i didn't see don don peacock it's it, <laughs> it's that sad story uh, it usually know, is, but yeah, yeah, most wrestling documentaries don't end yeah. end happy. No, they no, they don't. Like Mark Henry talked this. about in that interview, he said, "You know, I'm one of the only like older school pro wrestlers you've never seen in a headline that dealt with like jail time or something." Right. It, it, it's pretty impressive, actually, to come out clean. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mark Henry. <laughs> you did it! Yay! <laughs> So until next time, wrestling fans, uh, get through those bad shows, enjoy the good ones, and always stay nerdy.